So before you even do a pelvic floor exercise, you gotta bring the mind-body connection to it. Like once you get the mechanics right, once you get the awareness and the mindfulness right, then you can start to do a Kegel program or a pelvic health program. And just improving this hammock of our pelvic floor so that it keeps us continent, helps decrease our risk of constipation or rectal prolapse, helps with bladder control, pelvic function. So that's why and we're sitting on it all day. We're not designed to sit on it all day. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. So let's talk about that because that's such an important part of, of women's health that we're not even conceptualizing. So I agree. First, look, always look and see what you've got going on down there, right? Let's look at our pelvic floor. Let's look at our pelvic anatomy, get comfortable with what our normal is. Don't compare with anyone else. Thank Let's you. Just take it here personally, like, okay, I accept the way I am right now. What can I do to just make it a little tweak so I can feel even better, even more amazing, right? And so let's talk about exercising that perineal body, that area, the muscle. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I'm glad that you brought up the sitting thing. Uh, one of the big things that, that impedes pelvic power, pelvic strength, and pelvic coronation and creates more stress in the pelvis is not sitting correctly and sitting for long periods of time, right? So if we're sitting, yeah, let's all set up for this whole hour. <laughs> yeah, so if good. we're sacral sitting all day long in the office, then in essence, what we're doing is we're bringing this bone here, the coccyx bone and the pubic bone, right? Sort of closer together and the muscles are in a constant state of contraction. So they're shortening and then we're trying to do Kegels to a shortened muscle or pelvic floor exercises and they're not working. We're trying to figure out, well, why are they not working? Well, they're not working because the body mechanics are off. Well, so, let's explain that in another way too. Like say, for example, if you were walking around like this all day. Yes. Right. Exactly. It's like walking around like this all day, that muscles never stretching out. You're not getting the elasticity of it. So it's, it's, it's stuck. Mm -hmm. And so for women who have stuck <clears throat> pelvic floor muscles, I think the most important thing is to do deep breathing into the pelvic floor, get the body mechanics, right? Do maybe some internal work on yourself and then come back and do a pelvic training program, an up training program, uh, or they call it up training because you know everything is going up, right? So in the beginning of a, of a Kegel program, body mechanics really counts, sitting properly sitting counts, not over sitting, and mindfulness. So before you even do a pelvic floor exercise, you gotta bring the mind-body connection to it. Like what's happening with your pelvis? What's happening with your muscles? Are you in a constant state of contraction? Like, what, what do you feel? Do you feel excessive pressure when you do certain activities? So for me, is once you get the mechanics right, once you get the awareness and the mindfulness right, then you can start to do a Kegel program or a pelvic health program that's going to bring you the changes and what you're looking for. Because a lot of women, it fails them, and they get disappointed. And so, you know, sometimes they'll get, they'll get unnecessary surgeries. And I think it's because of the way these particular exercises are being explained. So does that, does that 
That's so good. And I'm just thinking in my mind, it's like, you, you know, breathing deep into the pelvis to elongate and stretch those muscles in different positions, et cetera. And just conscientiously thinking about it, especially if you've been sitting for a while, it's like yoga for the pelvic floor, right? It's mm-hmm. stretching and lengthening. And so just breathing into the pelvis, letting it all stretch. And then, you know, um, feeling the dynamics of that flow. Yeah, and then once you can feel it and you have that awareness, then and only then do I ever even consider starting my patients on an up training program. Because if I if, if if that foundation is not laid down, if we don't have, it's like building a, a a beautiful home, but you build it with like straw instead of like bricks and you know cement, and then you wonder why the house didn't stay up, right? Oh, so, great analogy. Yeah. And, and this happens all the time. And the women come to me and they're so disappointed. And then I feel so bad because it could have all been prevented with the yeah. proper education, the proper guidance. So, you know, Kegels can be done in any, uh, public health exercises can be done in any position. But most women want to start with standing or they want to start with sitting and they may be too weak to start in right. those positions. So I, I believe that we can start in a semi-inclined position. I don't like the flat position, but people can, women can do these exercises in bed. That's okay in the beginning. And then gradually go to a more um, progressive working against gravity. And that makes the, uh, the pelvic floor exercise even more challenging. So if you start your exercises in sitting and standing and you can't feel anything, then my recommendation is one, Make sure that you're doing the Kegel, I mean, the, the pelvic floor exercise correctly by one, observing the perineum, and then test yourself to see what's actually going on inside the vagina. Who else is going to know but you, you know? Why, why do we outsource our pelvic health all the time when we could have so much more control over it? Absolutely. If we, if we just knew how to test, how to figure it out so that we can have this really deep conversation with our caregivers. Well, so also let's talk about that perfect Kegel again, run through it again for us. So first thing is yoga for the pelvic floor, right? Mm -hmm. That that exhalation, inhalation, stretching out the pelvic floor, just letting it relax and stretch. And then you talked about, you know, the uh, bend over, what was it? The The bend, the... Yeah, the Clotoma, Nas to the Queen, because my whole tribe is called the Superstar Queen, so I call this the Queen Knot. The perineal body moves up and in, and the anus winks. And if you take out a mirror, I mean, it is surprising. When I, when I first started doing it, I was doing it all wrong. I was using my glutes. I was tightening my inner thighs. I was working for dear life and already my body was telling me, this is not for you. But I wouldn't listen because I'm following the instructions to go home and do Kegels instead of working on the scar tissue that I had and instead of elongating my muscles. And so it took me so much longer to to bring myself back to harmony and so much suffering, you know, and so much pain and the leaking and the embarrassment and the shame, you know, and I think if I had this information, like so grateful for this live with you, because we're bringing this information that is not readily known. 
This episode of the show is sponsored by Jolva. Jolva is an all-natural, anti-aging cosmetic cream for your delicate feminine parts, created by triple board certified OBGYN, Dr. Anna Kabeca. If you want to stop embarrassing urine leaks, reduce vaginal discomfort and dryness, and reignite your intimate relationship, try Jolva today at dranna.com and use the code SHOW10 to get 10% off your first order. Thank you for watching this video. Be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel here and get those notifications and comment below. Let me know your thoughts, what you loved and what your action step is.